Well, there is no doubt, and I don't know how you can figure it out in one of these apps. Anyway, there is no doubt here this morning on Alex Garrett Podcasting Extras uh, that there is a calm now here in the nation. There were no Molotov cocktails thrown yesterday. There were no fireworks set off in front of the White House. There were no fires set off around the White House area, whether it be at the church or other surrounding areas. Here in New York, very few pockets of protesters yesterday. And, and those that were there, very, very peaceful. So here's my question today. Sort of following up the lead of Tom Barbieri, and thanks Tom for joining, by the way. How can we have this zen? How can we have this calm going into another week? And more importantly, going into a week where we're about to see phase one in New York City. So much so, the mayor has lifted the curfew. And that is paving the way for a phase one reopening. How cool is that? The traumatic two weeks we've had, the traumatic three months we've had, and finally, we are in phase one upcoming. I love that. I love that so much. Because here's the deal. And Mike Myers has entered the chat in just one second. I'll have him up here. Um, but here, oh, he's outside today. Hey, Michael. Can't hear you yet. All right. Well, we well we wait for him. The bottom line is that there's finally calm in our nation. The peaceful protests are just that. There is one thing that I pray doesn't happen: that the agitators, that those who want chaos, that those who um want everything to go wrong, do not prevail. I can't hear you, Michael. Um, that they do not prevail. Because if they do, um, we'll be in trouble again. And we don't want to be in trouble. And we as a country must fight back the agitation with calm, with maybe prayer, with definitely vigilance. This is the whole point, people. The whole point is that when there is calm, I think it's pretty safe to say we can't just sit back and relax until the next big crisis happens. No, we have to be vigilant. We have to keep our eyes on the times, on the things brewing, if you will, and try and call those things brewing right on the spot. Hi, I think we got him now. Michael, are you there? Sorry, man. No, you're okay. How are you feeling this morning? Oh, I still can't hear you. Okay. Uh, how are you feeling this morning? Uh, 
I don't know what to do. Can you hear me? All right, can let's try this. Can you hear me now? Now I can hear you. Huh. Maybe I could have heard you before. I was outside with my phone and I couldn't hear you. And maybe could you hear me? I couldn't hear you at all. It's like connecting to audio, oh. so I don't know. What was okay, going on. well then I'll try that again. It's all so right. nice. It looks nice out right though. Now. Oh, it's okay. beautiful. Seventy-one beautiful degrees. The squirrels are out there chattering. And uh, and we have we have three different squirrels in our backyard that kind of just love coming up to us and spending time. It's it's nice. So, well, I was just talking about how finally the Blasio has lifted the curfew in New York, paving way to phase one. Before we, before we do all that, it's time to talk about vigilance, right? It's time to say, finally, there's some calm in this country after three months of really unrest and sickness. Um, how do we be vigilant into the upcoming weeks when the agitators? still want chaos, and they will do everything they can to get it. We must stop that. We must be vigilant to look out for it. it people are left, we're being left in such a strange position. It's like if you don't do this, we're not going to be okay with you until you do this. And I'm really struggling with, you know, people are, oh, I don't know. The whole take the knee thing is, I'm, I'm just... Well, yeah, is, it, got is, it about, is, it, is it about George anymore? Sadly, I think some of these people didn't even... Never mind, I'm not going to go there. Okay, that, you know what, that's wise. I think, it's, I think it's best just to try to just not say much of anything and just but, uh, continue on with our lives. On this. So you're seeing all the churches honor him, which I think was great. All the memorial services going around the country. That's kind of cool to see this um, for him. And in many ways... No, I'm not going to go there either. It's tricky, isn't it? But I it's say, almost like you feel like you're muzzled. I just feel like there's a reason why George Floyd is being honored more than maybe others who have died in police brutality, because I've never seen memorials like this. And do you think it maybe was the level of the way he died, was murdered? That had... Okay, okay. Th doesn't this come down to justice? Mm-hmm. Okay, so justice, ours, ours, we have a system of justice, of laws, we're, we're working through that, and we need to do that in order for it to be just. We know what the guy did to, to George. Was, it's inexcusable. We know that. But how much more do we add to the inexcusable with what's going on? It's it Look, bottom line. But, I mean, you like the, you like the ceremony, the memorials, right? I mean, you like the way they're doing memorials around the country for him? Yeah, and I think uh, we should actually be doing memorials for a lot more folks out there because of other stuff that's happening. We would be doing. How about how about we have fewer memorials and more respect for other people's lives, and not so much of this. The, okay, the minute you say Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. you just threw. I had somebody, I had an anonymous listener yesterday mm -hmm. on my show. And that's what happened. So what about black lives? Can I be totally honest? Yes, I was not going totally. to allow the podcast to be, um, well, I'm going to, wow, can I use the word railroaded? Stephen, that's got some kind of underground, oh, I quit. No, I don't. I am so sick of all of this stuff. Every life matters for Christ's sake, people. 
All Lives Matter. Can we put a period on it? Oh, I'm starting to. Well, let me give you some encouragement because, you know, African-Americans also say that with everybody else. There are reasonable people in that community who say all lives matter. And we have to point that out, too. Uh, well, can we – but I, I'm, I'm struggling with, with – I'm struggling with the bringing out a particular – group of folks what was done again is inexcusable we understand that i mean but i i just i am you know what i'm just tired of a lot of this stuff well it means you don't really care about that you know that's bull crap this is really starting to get to me alex because it's it's you can't there's no way that you're going to be able to respond without somebody saying you need to respond differently until i'm okay with how you're responding oh my god (laughs) isn't that the truth well, to be quite candid, yeah, I sent a friend of mine an article I wrote. I think you might have seen it on Medium. I wrote this whole thing about how... No, actually, I didn't. I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, okay. Because I said we have to empower people, um, all people, to get jobs. We could... Anyway, <clears throat> I wrote this article. You'll have to see it. And I do say that we have to empower and open more positions or, or make it... Put it, put it. Stop it. Stop it. Just for a second. I hate to interrupt you. I don't want to be rude. We need to empower. How about people just step up to the plate, take responsibility for their own lives, and let's just—you know—there are some. There are so many incredibly gifted people out there. Mm-hmm. But if, if if this is a case where—and I'm going to say it—everybody gets a trophy. You know, I love the video you sent me. You're a guy who does not stop. Right. You do not stop, and, I, and you you didn't send that to me to go. Look at me, I know you didn't do that. You have this incredible human drive to to thrive. You have the drive to thrive, mm. and that's what we. That's what I'm gonna write that down. But I guess I just am not. I'm not afraid to say that we could, in these big businesses, still make uh, candidacies a little more easier for at least applications by minorities to take place. Now, they should... No. I, I, I'm just... I'm, I, for me, see, if I disagree with you, now I'm a scumbag. And I'm not a scumbag. I just believe that we... If the most qualified person for the job... Qualify yourself. Well, right. That's right. right? Isn't, isn't that what it comes down to? Somebody who... Uh, very near and dear to me who had a friend who, because they were not... Black didn't get a position in. Uh, they didn't get the position. See, that's wrong they, too. That is. They so were wrong. more qualified, mm-hmm. but they didn't get the position because they had the wrong color. This is just reverse discrimination. It, Mike, I also think I also think all of this is sending a wrong message to the youth because they're not being told go to college and get your education. They're being right. told protest. That's right. all you have to do, and you'll be fine. No, that's not all you have to do. Go to school. Go get an educate. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm being the racist now, but I just... Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe you're being the racist now? Because I'm saying you need to be educated. Do you see see what just happened with your statement? Now you're questioning whether you are or you're not. Because it's like, if I'm not careful what I say... All we do is twist it a little bit, and I can make you be 
you know, yeah, you're a racist. That's bottom line, you're a racist. But we should be telling people they should get an education. That is the number one thing. Hey, you know what? Welders make a crap load of money. Yeah. One thing I real one of the many things I appreciate about Trump is this whole push of technical schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a tech school because I was disrespectful. I got kicked out. It was a free ride. You talk about somebody who, who because of, of my mom's financial situation, was given oh this is amazing was given a special shot at it and then I just screwed it up. Because I was disrespectful towards that happens the teachers. Too. That happens too. Um, it was my fault. It wasn't anybody else's fault. It was my fault. I went on to have do my dream. Okay, can I tell you? Can I tell yeah. you a story? Yeah. I got a $500 scholarship, I think, from the New York Lottery. Interestingly enough, I got this scholarship from the lottery. And I didn't keep it because I got so wrapped up in my own life at college. I just didn't think of the... And it was just sad to lose that 500. But yeah, people squander opportunities and were no oh. exception. Yeah, hit it out of the park. Squandering opportunities. We, we have. This is, a, this is a land of opportunity. No, it's not because I can't get a job because I. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe it's because I have a background of. Um, oh, fill in the blank. Hmm. I mean, here's a prime example. Brandon Novak. I've been talking a lot about Brandon Novak lately. Yes, you have, yep. And this guy is somebody who had such a messed up, drugged up, law-breaking past. Mm. But you know what he's doing now? He's a spokesperson for an, an amazing rehab center. Very cool. When it, it Where's is, the center, center in L.A.? or? They have, there's a bunch of them. In fact, I'm probably going to start doing a little promoting because, uh, and, and these are, it sounds like an advertisement, these are private um, treatment centers, and mm. so they have a very different uh, take on things, private treatment centers, so you don't have to, you can, the guys can smoke. Well, if you go to a government, you can't smoke in the building. Well, you can't even go outside on the property. When you get you smoking too, I, I know you're shooting heroin and you're, you're smoking meth and you've got an alcohol problem, but we really need to take care of the cigarette problem right now too. What you guys are freaking nuts. The poli- I mean, this is this is what happens at the government level. You're saying exactly. Yep. And, and I'm that's the whole it. joke about COVID, right? It's like, well, you have this, 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 but thank God you don't have that. You know, it's just that that was the old that was the joke the whole time. It's like you get all these other problems. But we don't care because you don't have COVID there or whatever. Or, you know what I mean? Like, they just... <laughs> I'm just telling you. I, you if, <laughs> I am best off. I'm, I'm having an epiphany. I'm best off not engaging in the insanity that's out there right now. So let's have it, a... It's insane. Are you calling black people? I'm calling... There's white people involved in those... What's going on too? This isn't a black-white thing. That's the point. This is. This really has, as far as I'm concerned, okay. at this point, it has nothing to do with color. It has everything to do with bringing about an agenda, chaos, and chaos. Yeah, yeah um, an agenda. To that point, we also forgot about what talk about the white people that died from an overdose. You know, we're talking, we're forgetting to talk about those people too, and they still are happening, right? I mean, the overdoses. Is- 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah, in, in the meantime, there's there's so much other stuff going on that we're missing. It's just you human beings. Some, though, is like white. There are some that are white that are probably afraid to walk. Or I mean, here we go again with the fear. But I don't know how to say this. They just they want to be careful, and then I'm like, just live your life, you know. <laughs> live your life. Be wise and don't live in fear. I, well, I have to live in, you know, yesterday, I got to tell you, I was in Des Moines and I was north of 235 on 2nd Avenue. And I turned and I, I, did I make a wrong turn? I was in a neighborhood that maybe I shouldn't have been in. Okay. And as I'm driving, and I'm saying that with tongue in cheek, and as I'm driving, I see, uh, 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 see, I, can I say black family? Can I say just, if I just say a family, people aren't going to understand that it was a family of African-Americans. I've heard that's not what you should call them because they're not Africans. They're Americans. I mean, it's like, ah. So anyway, and I just, I just waved at him. And I'm going to continue to wave. I'm going to, I, I am not going to move. Mike, I got to be honest with you. When I rollerblade, when I rollerblade, <laughs> African Americans seem the most appreciative. Like when I rollerblade, they kind of get it. They get like that soul, and that that was pretty. That's pretty cool to to have those interactions. Um, but my main premise today is this: How do we stay vigilant? How do we stay while we're in this calm, keeping us in this calm right now, so we don't have another escalation? How do we stay vigilant? What exactly do you mean by that statement? But what? what how do we stay vigilant? How do we, should we now, because it seems like some of the stuff just gets passed, and then whenever the media... How how do we stay at whatever? So I'm just curious, what do you mean? How do we stay at whatever it is that you're trying to put across? Do we just follow the news more so that we're prepared if something else happens? That way we're not taken aback? Do we just look at the headlines a little more? I mean, when when this video got released, no one picked up on it until a few days later. So I don't know if we have to just be more on top of it and the minute something happens well okay so let's make sure that all videos get out there let's make sure we get the videos of the uh, you know uh, alex good night I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm going fishing. Oh, good. And I'm going to see my dad today, so that'll be fun. That'll be fun. It, it, it's, um, I don't know. We're just caught up in, we're caught up in, we're caught up in the, uh, just humanity. It's messy. And I think we're seeing the messiest of them the last. Oh, and by the way, uh, I'm going to have someone on later today about um, cybersecurity and cyber hacks and how people's lives are take, you know, destroyed from identity theft. Do you want to know something? We talk about the physical brick and mortars being looted. We talk about seeing how those things are destroyed. 43% of small businesses, according to my guest, Sandra Eastock, were looted virtually, were attacked by cyber uh, you know, criminals. And it's just like, again, we can think of the brick and mortar what's on our screen, but we should be inspired to look at other ways that small businesses are being hurt, being disrupted, being challenged. 
Because if you truly want to help the small business, you don't lock them in for three months, firstly. And you also... And you also just give us the news on whatever else is going on in the small business community that we may not be knowing about. Because you claim every, you know, weekend of Thanksgiving, small business Saturday. I don't hear any of those discussions after that. I just hear how bad small businesses are actually after small business Saturday. That's... From what I understand, there's about 20% of the small businesses that will not come back. And they're, 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 they're wiped out. They're done. And uh, I, I think it gets interesting, too, Then you say, well, which, which businesses are, <laughs> which businesses are essential and which ones aren't? I'll tell you what, if I'm, a, if I'm a business owner, my business is essential to me. For you to tell me it's not essential because of, for whatever reason is, uh, how do I put this polite? It's bull crap. It's essential to me and my family and making my payments on my house and Everything else that goes with the essentials, so I can pay my essential bills. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I think we have, I think we've all gotten duped. Can I ask you a weird question? Because here's what, sure. here's what happens. Um, and I think, never mind. I just don't think what they did. They may say, "Oh, it's in the best interest of everybody's health." The club. No, no, no. I'm not buying that, Doctor Fauci. I'm not. But um. When you when you think of it though, do you personally like think of if what would happen if the lockdown was extended in certain places? Do you personally feel that effect, or do you not let it bother you? Uh, that's a good question. I'm I'm doing the best I can, and part of that is not looking up every bit of information that's out there because you got to consider the source. Uh, just living my life. I think that's 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 just what I'm. I'm that's just what I'm doing. My wife. I yesterday I went to a Trailways bus stop and I walked inside and then I, after I got inside I saw a sign that said past this point you need to be wearing a mask and I went oh, oh. so I went back outside and just stood. Mm. And my wife said, "Well, I'll make you one. You can keep it." I said, "No, you don't have to. I have one." It's used. I could tell you about the used con. Never mind. Michael. Michael. It's Sunday. Michael. It's you Sunday. Like, you just sounded like mother. Michael. Um. Do you ever get Alexander? Uh, I get Alexander often. <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> Michael um, and not, not as often anymore. But I got. But but the reason I ask that is because I feel it. Whenever I think of it, I feel it like hurt me. The idea that we could not open businesses for a while again hurts me because I feel the human impact of it. I guess I feel that impact, empathic thing. Like That hurts to know that there are people out there that don't want small businesses and people to succeed. That hurts. And I don't know how to get rid of that hurt. I, I, I well, yeah, that's a great, I think it's important to stand. There's, there's a verse in the Bible that uses stand three times. We need to stand, stand, and then stand. We've got to stand. You know, well, you know, you need to kneel. You know, now Trump's out with this thing. Don't kneel. Whatever you do, don't kneel. Don't don't take the knee. Um, I'm not going to get wrapped up in all that. No. I have a, an incredible... I, I love people. Mm -hmm. I love people. I love making new friends. 
Um, I just, I think that's what we, we were, we were designed for relationships. And unfortunately that design has been thwarted by other human beings that are in powers of positions of power that is just really effing up a lot of stuff. You know who designed it? Our God. God well, gave us the dignity from day one. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I did that in a class once and it was making fun of me, but it was, that was not, that's a universal making fun of other people. And I did, did not, and that's not what I meant. I was picked out of making fun of myself. Right there, I was making fun of you. So actually, I was making fun of you. I'm sorry. Jeez. Boy, we just went around a circle on that. I'm sorry. You For one moment, I didn't know what direction you were going. I would like Bro, do you forgive me? I always forgive you. But I'm not, the, I'm not the one that, well, yes, I do forgive, but never mind. I'm not going to feel yeah, like no, that. No, that's a good point. It's against you and only you, God, that I have sinned. Never mind. That's for another. Like, who are we? I'm sorry to realize. Who am I to judge people? You know, it's like I can forgive them, but who am I to judge? I and here's the cool part about that. And again, here we go off on a tangent, but not really. The, again, the, the criteria that, that that I use to judge you is going to be used on me, and I best not be doing that. That's why you know Ed Delgado and I have gotten into this before about the whole judging, you know, judge judging people. Um, if you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Then remember that, however, criteria is going to be used on you too. So make mm-hmm. sure that you're not being a little bit of a hypocrite, okay? Just a little bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> My friend just sent me this, by the way. Dumb and Dumber Cuomo. <laughs> oh. So what's going on with the with the, the with the uh, the governor and the mayor? They've got a bit of a fight going on, don't they? They still do. I mean, look, uh, this this. I, I haven't followed I I have drowned out Andrew Cuomo the last couple of weeks because I just is it working? Yeah, it is. Only so when I you hear go. him do I. But I will tell you this: Trump scared the effing crap out of them by threatening to deploy the military. Because if you notice, the next night, yep, they did what they had to actually show us. Hey, the NYPD works. <laughs> they used all of them. I think thirty-two thousand. They also took away paid. You know paid days off to fight this battle against the looters. I mean, they did what they could to stand up. Yep. But now well, I think the issue is, why was de Blasio so nice on the cops when early on? And Cuomo's like, you know, we have to do bigger reviews, and now he's going to do police reforms. And to me, it's like, de Blasio, though, he just, he bungled it. First he says, oh, well, you know, those guys that were driving the NYPD cars in the crowd, the crowd was over over them, on top of them. What, what were they going to do? Ten hours later, well, you know, I don't like what the cops did. Another ten hours. Well, you know what? It's just like, come on, dude. It's no wonder you got protested at the protest on Thursday. He got booed at the protest. That was pretty remarkable. So, Michael, I can go on and on about city politics. And did you see that? Uh, oh, I, I didn't really send it out. I deleted it, actually. So, you know, I met the mayor. I met de Blasio multiple times. And the last time was on... Um, and Regis filled it. Yeah, I should get a, <laughs> got a bit of video on that, but hold on. Um, let me see if I can turn this quick. I'm sorry, I squirreled you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. Oh, no, this was on the... So, there's this picture of me and de Blasio. So he's looking down at me because I'm so short and he's so tall. And, uh... <laughs> let's see. 
Oh, come on. There we go. So, I made this meme. Let's see if you can see it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't make it out. Mm, what does it say? Oh, that is quite a... Look at that. I oh, say, hey, gosh. I know you're, you were about to be stormed at Gracie Mansion, and he goes, ha-ha, no way. Like, he just doesn't care. I think that's pretty funny. Like, the yeah. guy is so aloof with everything. But, um, no, the Cuomo de Blasio thing, long before this started, has been a issue for years. Huh. Because here's the thing, so, uh, I remember personally when Cuomo, when de Blasio came into office in 2014, his first big chance thing, thing was against charter schools. That was one of the things he was protesting against. Well, who's at a charter school rally but, but Governor Cuomo? And I thought, that is pretty pretty uh, chess base kind of move right there, you know? Yeah. So this has been something ongoing. Politics. But I do think it's time to at least consider some kind of injunction about displacing the mayor. I think it's time we talk about that. Well, uh, that's a big big city you guys live in. And then I, I think it's also time to say, hey, uh, Cuomo, if you're going to keep the looters locked in, then you're going to keep everyone else that's committed third or fourth, you know, some level of violent crime locked in, right? That's, that's what we're going to next? Or is that not going to be applicable to the felonies of, of killers, you know? I don't know. Uh, the ones I kill. I'm going fishing. I'm going fishing. Hey, on that note, I want to tell you one, good more, one more good story um, for the morning. Actually, I can share the screen here. How cool is that? Uh, let me see. Well, I need to learn those things. I need to get Miles McKee, who right now is back and forth in a, a deal here, to, to turn his camera on so we can do a short video before his Sunday morning sermon. I know your eyes are bleeding because it's CNN, but look at this. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not. A teen who spent 10 hours cleaning up. I saw room. that. Yep. yep I, I and, saw that. And guess where this is, right? So we've got... The town of Buffalo is in total shambles after the 77-year-olds knocked on his head. His head was bleeding. I mean, this was bad. And yet, head was bleeding? The 77-year-old who had his, um, the, the cops bowl over him, the police department oh. resigned. Okay. seven people. But I'm always one to look at the brighter side of a town when it's under duress. Uh-huh. Also in Buffalo, New York, Antonio Gwynn cleaned up his city, and now he's getting a, um, you know, he's getting a scholarship in a car. So, you know what? For those who want to focus on the 70, uh, 57 people that have resigned from the department, you stay in that little corner of yours. I'm going to look at other things that are going on around the world that are, that are good things. Well, and there are a lot of good things going on, and that's why, you know, you're exactly right. So, um, and it's not tone deaf. Here's the thing. If we focus on the good things, we're considered tone deaf for focusing on the good things. That's kind of what I... Oh, how about this one? Whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever is holy. Think on these things. That's just scripture. And I have to think about the holy, and then I think about my innuendos, and then I get a little convicted. Just and yet, little... you know, we, we just don't stop. It's my bobblehead Jesus. Hey, it's... <laughs> And yet we just don't stop with our sin nature, right? It's kind of like an interesting phenomenon where we try and think we can, but then we just don't. Do you want to hear a good one? I heard this yesterday. Tell me. Uh, uh, sarcasm is a, is a brother to anger. 
a little brother to anger or something like that. Sarcasm. Isn't that an interesting quote? Because I agree, though. Oh, I use sarcasm a lot. It's because I get ticked. And then I get all, you know, it's, it's, it's my wife does not believe it's a gift of the spirit. It's not funny to type a dot to Alex. What do you do? <laughs> what? It's not funny to type a dot to Alex. Say hello to the pork. No, no, because what happens is, you know, for instance, right now, I got this guy that lives in England who's all upset because he can't listen to Miles' sermon live on Sundays, and evidently he can't connect with Spreaker because of some problem. Can't you make it a bit easier to listen to it? This is the only guy that's having problems listening and I'm trying to figure out, and I said, John, try to tune in. Well, if he uses tune in, he's going to hear Christian rock music, and he's probably going to be upset about that, but I don't know what else to tell the guy. It's like, I can't fix the world, people. Oh. How, does he not, how does he not have Spreaker, though? That's kind of odd. Well, he, I, I don't know. So I gave him another route that's hmm. using the tune in app, and I've been monitoring to see if he is connected and in the meantime, I've got, you know, our little mm -hmm. podcast coming up here, and I'm trying to juggle him. And then I got Miles over here. There's a big thunderstorm, and Ben casts in Spain. And I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm, I, I'm going to go back to drinking. Oh, hopefully the, <laughs> uh, hopefully Seltzer, right? I did get some uh, some uh, electric water or something. Good. Oh, the quinine water type or something else? Oh no, it's uh, some, it was on sale. I don't know. My son drinks it, so I thought I'd get some. By the way, to your point, I'm a mask. I wonder when that requirement is going to be lifted. How that's going to go? I don't know when that requirement. The, the masks? Yeah. Yep. Well, it was interesting because uh, this person that I know was uh, supposed to. Where I I don't I don't know I don't know but I'm not wearing one and if it means I can't go to Menards I haven't been to Menards since they started this news I'm I'm still fine I'm getting everything I need for my my lumber needs or whatever I mean it's 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 fine I'm okay with it I just can't go there You know what I was thinking is not a big deal. these companies. Uh, can't afford to be politically correct. But small business cannot be afford to be politically correct. And that right there is the big difference. You're exactly right. I know of a situation just like that here in this wonderful town of Boone where somebody got ripped for not wearing a mask, although they were behind a, a plastic screen where you have to talk all the louder, which mm -hmm. just increases the spittle possibilities. Spittle. The gleeking. Gleek, you gleeked on me. You gleeker. Why you... <laughs> and so, anyway, somebody just... we got to have something to... I don't know. It's like my mom used to say about my stepdad. If he wasn't complaining about something, he was dead. You know, I completely forgot to set the theme for you. You're going to be on a 9 a.m. Eastern radio host. Oh, it's all about you, anyway. And, so, uh... You know. Oh, this is... This is this... 
When I don't reset the scene, it must mean we're having a very good conversation. Like reset the scene. I'm going to write that down again, and I'll lose it. I got notes everywhere. Re I like that. Reset the scene. And so you're going to miles on the whole hour as usual on Sunday? Oh, uh, yeah. And we'll, 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 we'll do a little chatter back and forth, a little banter. A little banter. We'll do a little banter. He I'm loves, probably... you know, I could just tell he loves talking with you because he could f push you out a little bit. It's it, fun, but he can, like, he loves he to is... push you out a little bit, I noticed. Well, oh, and by the way, on the Muck Radio 24 7 okay. stream, I now have him on at noon and at midnight preaching, and this guy, <laughs> he'll offend you. And then okay. I also have a guy on an hour before that who's from, uh, Know where he's from? Uh, how do you get all these shows on the Ireland. stream? Um, I download them and load them up on the thingy. So I got cool. a guy from Australia. I got two guys from. Yeah, I mean, when a guy says, when the guy says the word faith and makes it into two, two syllables, faith, and then Miles said, "Don't be cheeky, Mike. <laughs> Don't make fun of him, Mike. Uh, it's not nice to make fun of Uncle Miles." If you're Uncle Miles, we have some, we've got some things we need to talk about. That's what he called, that's what he called, that's what he referred to himself as with my daughter, Josie. Could you say, the Gospel Truth Radio broadcast. <laughs> Don't make fun of Uncle Miles. He's not your uncle, Josie. All right, Michael, uh -huh. are you doing your video today, or are you going to? I can't, I'm out of time. I this can? happens all the time. I just, you know, you, you you're kind of like an ex No, not really. Like wow. <laughs> Jesus. I don't even know what that meant. I don't know either. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Actually, I would, like I said, I'd like to get Miles to do this, but he covers his camera every time we use Zoom. And I use Zoom because I like the audio quality. Why, Why does he cover his camera? I don't know. Have you ever seen his face before? He doesn't. I don't think he shaves very often. Have you ever seen his face before? Miles? Yeah. Yeah, he's been here in Boone more than oh, once. Okay. Oh yeah, Miles. Oh Miles, Mickey. That's he's just a funny. Lovely, he's a, a lovely. He has a lovely wife. She's actually a, a model. No kidding. Beautifully, just yep. She is. She is an absolute knockout. Now, you knew him during the 90s when you were at the station, too? Or no? Yes. We actually brought his little four-minute uh, program on. And, and really, the only reason I brought it on is because I liked his accent. It is amazing. I, all these little, uh, what do you call them? I don't know. Vignettes, I guess you'd say. Like these little four-minute yeah. vignettes because Joni Axentara does that, as does... Uh, it's very cool to hear those little four-minute bits, because sometimes we don't have the attention span to listen to a whole hour of talk. So the condensed in four minutes is pretty good. Which is why this twenty-four-seven. I love listening to the stream. I just wish it wasn't so tight with my data. Hmm. Because if I'm out and about, although I don't end up using it anyway, I'm tight. Man, I gotta tell you, I'm... Mike, do you ever find it where it's not? You're out and about, you listen to the stream, and it, like, doesn't start playing? Is there ever tech issues like that? Or? Um, it's, on, it's on. I got another bug out of it. Uh, I had one program that it kept on hanging up on. Cross Rhythms Experience from the UK with Chris Cole. And uh, 
no, it's running 24-7. It's going right now. I hope this guy will use it to listen in the UK because he can't listen any other way. And I am just so, I, I just, I don't know what to do. I can't save the world. Well, I will tell you what I noticed about your website, which is pretty awesome, is you, are, you, you label yourself an organization because you're .org, aren't you? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's like that's a well, prestige type of thing there. Radio. Well, I don't know how prestigious it is. It's just the only way I can get Mike Myers. Oh. <laughs> I'm a nonprofit. I don't make anything from, unlike you, I can't believe you have a hundred people that support you at five hundred bucks a month. How do you do that? Oh, I wish. No, I'm kidding. I don't, <laughs> wish. I don't care. I don't even want to do a GoFundMe. I know. I, I know. Just, I don't even care if the sticker check comes in. But I'm telling you, I'm being more mindful of it because I don't want to have this income cut off. So they don't want me to use copyright music. I'll just use my. So I'm trying to obey by the rules here too to keep my pot going. But... Oh sure. And and uh, I'm not trying to monetize because I don't like the interruptions at the beginning or the middle or at the end or whatever. So, in fact, I don't know if I'll keep using Spreaker. I might just, uh, you know, do the live thing. If people want to listen to Radio Hope, they'll listen at 8 in the morning. And if they don't, that's fine. So and you can plug in right there live from the stream onto your microphone. Oh, yeah, automatically. It's set up. So at 8 o'clock, it opens up the live input and it takes what's uh, going over my other system pipes it right in so maybe that's how this guy can uh can uh, listen that's so cool michael it's like a little um you know we've been seeing a lot of things where these guys are doing these challenges where they want to get a basketball in the hoop and they do all these different domino effect things that's kind of like what you're doing with radio you have all the dominant effect pieces getting you on the air it's like connecting from one thing to the next to the next to the, i love that and, and yet i will tell you and it's, and it's it's okay, um, but the the uh, the lists have have dropped way down again, and I think it's because um, I'm not being I'm being controlled by some guy in New York City. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, gee, I got one minute to connect with Miles. All right, let's do that. I'll talk to you later, then, brother. Be well. We start at five till, so people have enough time to connect live. It's just, do you remember back in the day before there was automation or anything else? If you did a live TV show, right, you had to be there to watch it. That's right. Yep. And look at us now. Well, uh, at my at my leisure, I will. Look. Well, that's fine. Listen at your leisure. You try doing that with your wife. I'll my... listen at my leisure, dear. All right. Well, at your leisure, go talk to. Mike, uh, Mike, Miles, and uh, Radio Hope, 9 and Eastern, or 855 Eastern at this point, I don't know. I'm going to challenge him on why he has his camera covered. It bothers you, doesn't it? It bothers me because what is he hiding? That's what I talked about. What are you hiding? Why are you hiding, Miles McKee? I'm not hiding you, Buck Egypt. (laughs) You, You Buck Egypt, I'm not hiding. What do you got behind you there? You got the Playboys. <laughs> Me? Not you. Oh. I know you do. Oh, thanks. That's... No, I'm just kidding. I am. You know, we could do a whole show. You want to do? Never mind. All right, Michael. I'll let you see right. go, though, so you're getting ready. Love you, brother. All right. As for me, I'm going to wrap up here as well. And, uh, you know, as always, a pleasure to be with you this 
Sunday morning, and we will have Way to Protect Sandra Eastek, Eastock on the pod this morning. Oh boy. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you soon.